Welcome to the 10 Minute Mindshift Podcast. I'm your host, Janet Cagle, certified life coach, weight loss coach, and lover of all things related to up-leveling my life and yours. My goal is to help you get one step closer to your goal, whatever it is. My goal is not to keep you wrapped up in self-help all day, just 10 minutes. And who doesn't have 10 minutes, right? One of the greatest challenges in life is being happy with what you have while in pursuit of what you want. And I can credit Jim Rohn with that one. Thanks, Jim. Our brain is wired and motivated to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. And it's also motivated to achieve results, acquire more, and improve ourselves. This is episode number 96 and kink in your hose. Your desire for continuous improvement is innate. We are born with it. It is what has us always creating new and better ways of doing everything. It's how we have all of the amazing luxuries like cars. We wanted a better way to get around day to day. Airplanes, a better way to travel across the ocean. Houses, way better than living in a hut. Everything we have is because someone thought there has to be a better, more evolved solution, an easier way, a more comfortable way. And it's in us to want more and better. And there's nothing wrong with that. We want more pleasure, more comfort, more connection, more money, more food, more friends, more stuff, more advancement in our careers, better health, more passion, just more and better, more of whatever it is that you desire more and better. It's human. As humans, as we pursue the more and the better, it can leave us feeling like we are always on a quest. And we are. When we are on a quest, it can become so easy to fall into the mindset of questing and setting goals from a state of being that does not serve us, a place of not having an insufficiency and lack. When we are in pursuit of whatever the thing is, and we are pursuing it from a state of insufficiency, we are putting a kink in our hose, a kink in our hose of abundance. I can hear you right now, but of course I'm pursuing from a place of lack. I don't have it and I want it. So of course I'm lacking it. I'm insufficient in it. I get it. This is such a subtle but incredibly important shift in your mindset that I'm going to be talking about today, and it makes all the difference in the world when we are trying to call something into our life. It's everything when we're trying to invite and create and attract an outcome. It's the foundation of creating a life by design. Wanting from a place of having sufficiency, enoughness, it is the key to calling in more. When I say that, sometimes it makes people feel really wiggly because they're afraid that if they start feeling the state of enoughness, that they will lose their drive for more. And I'm here to tell you the opposite is true. When you desire from a place of enoughness, you call more of everything into your life. When you desire from a place of insufficiency and lack, you call more of that into your life. How? That's a great question, and here's the answer. It's tied to the vibrational frequency in which lack and insufficiency resides. It has no energy, not enough octane to give you the traction you need to show up as the human who can create the result. The vibrational frequency of sufficiency 
is what creates abundance of whatever it is you are desiring. Okay, hang on. I know this is a little bumpy, but I will land this plane for you in the best place possible. I promise. When my coach introduced me to this notion, I thought for sure she had lost her mind. And then I started to see it work within me and all around me. And so I want to share this work with you and let you put it to work in your own life. So here we go. First of all, I want to give you some examples of wanting a result from a place of lack and insufficiency versus wanting from a place of sufficiency and having. Wanting to lose weight from a place of loathing your body, that comes from a place of lack, not enoughness, and insufficiency. Wanting promotions from a place of proving something to somebody or from a place of not feeling appreciated and seen or valued, that comes from a place of lack and insufficiency. Wanting to get married to feel complete or whole or lovable, wanting the bigger home to keep up with the Joneses, wanting the new car for the same reason, all from scarcity and lack. So how can you tell if this is the state of being that you are wanting from? Here's how. You want to be healthier, but you treat your body like crap and you don't exercise. You're waiting until you get the promotion before you start showing up as your highest and best self in the job that you currently have. You want that bigger house and better car, but you don't take care of what you currently have. The house is untidy and the car looks like, well, you know what the car looks like. I think I might have told you this story already, but it's a good one. And so I'm going to inject it here because this is the best illustration of wanting from a place of enoughness and sufficiency. Okay, so when I met my husband, he was driving a Toyota Tercel. I don't even think they make those anymore. It was for sure not the car of his dreams. And yet I watched him take impeccable care of it. It was battered, but it he took it to a shop and had a fresh coat of paint put on it. He treated that car like it was a Lexus. The vehicle he really wanted one day, his heart's desire, was a Jeep. This is a great illustration of wanting and desiring from a place of sufficiency and enoughness. The Toyota Tercel was enough and he knew that and he took care of it as if it was everything and very sufficient. As a result, he was able to buy the Jeep he wanted and since then he has owned and does own many very nice and desirable vehicles. The Tercel was enough at the time. It was sufficient and he treated it as such. His desire was for more and better and that is the state of being that calls more and better into your life, whatever it is. If he had been resentful of driving the Toyota Tercel and the thoughts of what a crappy car and why do I have to drive a piece of crap like this? Why can't I have a nice car like everybody else? You can imagine the state of being that those thoughts would have created for him. He would have created a block. He would have had a kink in his hose in this area. I love this story and I've watched others wanting from a place of sufficiency and I've seen what they have called into their lives. Wanting from a place of lack feels terrible. It feels like something is wrong or that you must be doing something wrong. It has you second guessing all of your moves and decisions. It has you comparing yourselves with others. We compare our bodies and our belongings and our relationships with others and we start feeling like they have it better for some reason. 
When you want from a place of not feeling good enough, it puts us in a low octane zone on a low vibrational frequency. I know you've recognized this in others, but where is that showing up in you? Here's what's interesting. You may actually create the result from a place of lack, but it will feel terrible. It will feel like a white knuckle ride and chances are you will rubber band back to where you were before. I've seen this with weight loss and I've seen this with relationships and with money. We get the house and it doesn't make us happy after all. We get the relationship and we don't feel complete at all. We get the better car and we still feel like we don't fit in. There's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight, but we can't loathe our bodies and expect a good outcome. So many times I hear, well, if I love my body, I wouldn't want to lose weight. And that just isn't true. When you love your body, you treat it like the king or queen that it is. You stop feeding it crap and depriving it of sleep and you start moving it in the way that it was designed. Does that make sense? So what to do? Make a list this week, starting today, and keep adding to it all week long, even into next week. Make a list of all of the things that you love about your life currently. Look for things that you can add to it every day. Make it a game to find at least two things a day. And if that's easy, make it three things a day. And if that's a cinch, take it up to four. Exercise your brain to see all of the amazingness that you have already created and called into your reality. That is how you will easily invite, attract, and create and call in more. It's so fun. One of my students was given this exercise and while she was waiting in line at Starbucks, she started her list. She wrote down all of the things that she loved about coffee and really loved that she could sit in a drive-through and not have to go in. When she got to the window to order, the person in front of her had already paid. I hope that this gives you a little mind shift and calls something big into your life today. This is what I have for you. And now go have the best day ever. That's a wrap. I hope that you were able to experience a mind shift of your own today. Listen, if you love this podcast, you should totally check out my Life by Design six-week boot camp. It's a work-at-your-own-pace workshop and something that you can do over and over and over again to up-level your results. If a one-on-one coaching program is more your jam, I am all in. Just shoot me an email and get ready for a transformation at the speed of life.